you think about the traditional front three, including Firmino, they were close to each other and they just seem systematically right now. Liverpool are not clicking. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. It's so unexpected. Is Tony McGregor afraid of you all? Of course he is. You had to be there. While second place Cork City visit Galway United. You had to be there. It's the perfect place for a draft. 150,000 people here. I had to be there. So in our production meeting, I had come up with a list of uh, five you had to be there. But we're not doing that, Owen. It's your final day. We couldn't let you away without playing the hits. Oh. We have five hits. Nashville is definitely coming up here, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> you, this is this is buried deep in the recesses of the OTB AM vault. But there was, there was a period of time once where crossover fights were a big thing. You know, like Jake Paul, the influencers... <laughs> Uh, that kind of stuff oh that, that, that took off and you you could have been one of those you could have you could be doing pay-per-view now getting concussions yeah for hundreds of millions if you just just had followed through do you know what like I'm not sure is there more you want to say first before I just like no you go think. for it I got an email off TMZ that week being like will you do uh, an interview on our uh, platform and I was advised not to do it until the fight had been announced. Oh, no. Was that, was that us who did the, advise you not to do it? Yeah. Was that me? I'm it sorry. Was, it wasn't you. I'm not going uh, to... Adrian Barry. No, 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 no. no. It must have been Nathan Murphy. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And uh, obviously, obviously the, it didn't happen. Oh, you got to... Uh, Gore Vidal be- says, never turn down the opportunity to have sex or appear on TV. <laughs> and that is advice you must live your life by, particularly as you're going on holidays now. Yeah, yeah. If but you can was, get on TMZ, you got to take it. It was mad. I, like the Irish Sun uh, did a couple of brilliant pieces throughout it. Like Barstool Sports had it up at one point, and like I was getting messages of people that I vaguely know from America being like, "We just appeared on Barstool," and uh, that was that was pretty pretty wild. Let's have a look. Achievement unlocked. Even as they say, but he's been back in the gym. Pow reads the Snapchat pencil on this pad work. Uh, at the Boxing Academy there. And he posts up a, a video of said pad work. You'd kill him all. I think you'd take him. No. Genetics, though. No? No. <laughs> could, we, could we go with Tony McGregor into fighting Owen in blue-collar boxing? That would raise White a lot of money. <laughs> would you fight him, Owen? I would totally fight this guy. Would you? Yeah. We're calling him out right now. Tony McGregor. <laughs> Look down the lens zone and tell him you're coming from. Pad work is kind of terrifying. Uh, one more video, uh, more pad work, I guess, is how we'll lead us up. No one gives me coinage. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, in case you were ever wondering what makes Conor McGregor so great, there's your answer. Right, happy days. So, are you calling them out? You want to just do it down the lens? That, no, that's. I'm not, not going to. Do it, Owen. That, that pad work kind of scared me, guys. So a minute gonna, ago, like, you said speed. you could take him. What? A minute ago, you said you could take him. Yeah, I would, but. <laughs> then tell him you take wanna, him. I want to spare the poor old man's head. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It didn't stop there, though. Uh, that went further. Do we have another clip of this? No, is that. Is, is that no, okay. We actually, there was a, a fight video made and then a fight poster got made and he accepted the challenge and then you were in the sun. It was like, and uh, I hadn't realised it had gone all the way to Barstool, but mm. unfortunately the fight didn't get made. Do you think he would have killed you? 
Yes. Yeah. Because we were going for like, it was supposed to be like a... It was, this was real. We were getting down to like venues and stuff. And yes, yeah, that, that's why I was told to hold off and doing the TMZ interview because we could have used that to uh, promote the actual fight when it was um, done because uh, it obviously be a massive platform and online viewers or whatever. So that's why I was told to hold off. So there was reason to it. In retrospect, you get it out on TMZ and then they check back in on you when the thing is announced and yeah, they check yeah. back in again and it's like... Yeah, that, that would have been the, the way to do it. But... Um, that's not how it happened. It was supposed to be Valentine's Day, remember? It was supposed to be the Valentine's Day massacre. And I think it was like it was just before Christmas, maybe. Because I, I remember um, going to Berlin around that time in Krakow and I burst my face open uh, around that time. <laughs> so I remember thinking, like, I have to get back and actually train. I've got like three months. This is going to ruin it. As yeah. I realized uh, with like, you know, like a triathlon a couple of years later and stuff like that, three months even. From a from a base of zero is not enough to become a finely tuned athlete. It turns out. Uh, number four is the Mayo documentary. We're just going to play this in full. We'll come back to you uh, on the other side of this. It's only a minute and thirty seconds, but it's literally the greatest thing that we've ever ever done on any of our platforms in the twenty years that off the ball has existed. This is the high water mark. Enjoy. You're welcome along to Elvery's McHale Park here in Castlebar, where Mayo GEA have called an emergency county board meeting. Now, media are not permitted to attend that meeting, so you might be asking yourself the question, why am I here? Well, to be honest with you, I'm asking myself the same question. So the emergency meeting is taking place behind those doors at the moment. Rumour has it that there is a shoot-on-site policy for any journalist that enters the room. You may have thought Ross Kemp in Afghanistan was something, but this is way bigger. Going into that room right now for me would be like living in the German Democratic Republic 35 years ago and trying to hop the Berlin Wall. A rather startling discovery here in McHale Park. As you can see, a lot of sand here on the back of this tractor. Where do you think this sand came from? That's right. It came from the graves they've already dug for the journalists at the back, those journalists that they find upstairs. So that right there behind me is where the meeting is taking place. You can see a little bit of light peeking through the curtains. But if you're a journalist who walks into that room, light will never peek into your life ever again. So we're here at the shop, and it turns out that controversially, Elvery's McHale Park only stocks yellow snacks. Where are the pink snacks at? Clearly the best snack. Also controversially, the shop is closed on what is one of the biggest nights in Mayo GEA's year. Couldn't catch me out, though. Bring your own food ahead of the game. And I knew it would be an extra long meeting, so I've gone for a Twix Extra. Absolute 10 out of 10 chocolate bar. This was very good. You were allowed to laugh at your own stuff. Ah, no. Uh, that, was, that, was a, that was a fun night. Um, yeah, Mick Burns after that as well. A particular highlight. Um... I'm trying to think like what else kind of happened there. It was just, it, it was just, I remember just being very cold and very lonely. And one of the county board officials like invited me up to like a separate office to go and have uh, tea and sit down in the warmth. And I was like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to take me away. But actually, I think he was just trying to be nice. And yeah, I, I think I tried to doorstep a few people from the county board that night and they weren't, they weren't having it. There, were, there was actual journalism done as well. Which, what was, what was, was it the end of the Rochford era? Was it the end of, what was going on? It was 2019, so... Just the restart of um, the James Horn had just done one year. And it was over the uh, benevolent uh, fundraising. Oh, okay, that okay. Was, that's what it was. And right. there was calls as a result of the fundraising to uh, try and oust the county board. Right. And there were heads that roll after that, for sure. And 
maybe there's still like a little bit of uh, ill feeling uh, to this day. I imagine there'd have to be a bit of ill feeling to this day if, if heads rolled. So um, it was a fairly turbulent time in Mayo. And I think that was just Nathan's idea to send a reporter down there. There was somebody from one of the local papers, I do believe there as well, who just popped in for a bit and was like, screw this, there's something happening, getting out of there. But I wasn't driving at the time. So, and I was staying down there for the night. I was like, what else would I be at? Like, I'm just going to stand here and, and wait for things to happen. Um, your uh, food review videos was something that comes up all the time in um, feedback for your uh, high high watermark and uh, best moments and stuff. Um, I don't know if there's any specific food in Japan that sticks out for you. Yeah, one that like one that I didn't review was um, a fish scrap soup, which um, is, is as bad as you might have expected. Like the food there was obviously unbelievable by and large. Uh, but yeah, I remember being like, oh, that'll be a fun thing to review. And once I looked at it, I was like, no, I'm just going to get in and out of this place ASAP. And it didn't even make it to air. There was it, there was nothing, no it, content. It looked so gross. And it tasted so gross as well. I did, I did have a few spoonfuls and um, it was bony. Okay, so it, that's on the cutting room floor. One of the things that wasn't on the cutting room floor was when Kean Healy visited us oh in the studio. God. Have a look at this. It smells amazing. Yeah. Tommy was asking me to drink uh, some of the barbecue. Have a taste. We go for it. We go for it. We, we can cut this out afterwards if this doesn't it's go, go well. You know? Oh, you're slugging. Mm. Oh, go for it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so did I. That would have been a way better idea to just put my finger in. I actually just drank a bit of barbecue sauce. Um, eyes are watering, my life. but it's amazing. How are you? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> like it's a high bar. Like but that's one. Take of the most, this. Like how, how are you? One of the most awkward things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> like, that is really saying something. That is just like oh, you're going to drink it, <laughs> and then you actually drank it, <laughs> and then you're pretending you didn't. <laughs> that time I forgot I had fingers. <laughs> And then the interview just proceeded as normal. And yeah. like I'd say the whole time your innards are like, well, maybe I should have had some steak with that. Yeah, like imagine what, like, Keen Healy goes out to the press guy afterwards. So how was the interview? <laughs> was, yeah, Weird out. Totally normal. <laughs> Biggest freak of all time. Yeah. He, he It's just a slug of the barbecue sauce. I don't know if that's going to help sales or not. <laughs> it's good barbecue sauce. It was very good barbecue sauce. Yeah. must be said. Yeah. Um, you left that open one in the office, in the studio for about a year afterwards. <laughs> oh my God. That's, yeah. Uh, it, it lay there as an artifact to, to the majesty of the moment. I think it was right before the World Cup as well and I was like, I've got to actually, you know, uh, deal with these people on a fairly regular basis. It's like... (laughs) They were like, oh, here comes Barbecue Sam. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so is that... Was that where your food review started? Was that where you actually... Um, I don't know. Possibly. The food reviews was... uh, That was an Adrian Barry kind of... um, That was his idea, I think. I think there had to be just an extra bit of content or something out there. Um, The team that parties and bonds together stays together is the the other adage that we've uh, largely ripped off from other sports um, you know we all grew up on those uh, legendary nights out drinking that uh, bonded teams together and made them stick forever and some of our best nights out ever would have been at the Imros for example oh my god this is, you're not going to do this are you the, the PPIs and here, here's the thing right um, John uh, commended Owen's professionalism and literally he has always shown up Every oh time gosh. he has been asked to show up, he has shown up and has always, always at least delivered something on the day <laughs> when it was. A, there's no video for this. It's just audio. This is a sports bulletin on News Talk in, I don't know what year. 2016. You knew, right? Oh, I know exactly what this is. This is. Have a listen. 
starting with soccer and the Ireland squad will hold a run out later today ahead of their World Cup qualifier against Moldova tomorrow night Shane Long is expected to take part in the workout at the match stadium after shaking off the knock he suffered during Thursday's win over Georgia Jeff Hendrick meanwhile will also train with the squad the Burnley mid- midfielder has travelled to Moldova despite being suspended for tomorrow's game meanwhile the Ireland under-19s are also on the qualifying trail they face Gibraltar in their group 4 clash today at 1pm Later tonight here at home, the two top sides are back in action in the Airtricity League Premier Division. League leaders Dundalk host Sligo Rovers in Oriel Park, while second place Cork City visit Galway United. Both of those games will kick off at 7pm, <laughs> while the action to the City Calling Stadium gets underway half an hour later, as Longford Town host fourth place Derry City. In the First Division, Limerick Very will long. entertain Drada United <laughs> at Markets Field, where there's a half-five kick-off, and Cove Ramblers entertain Cabin Teeley from 7.15pm. In rugby, Connacht defeated <laughs> Ulster last uh, night in the first of this weekend's Interpro derbies in the Guinness Pro 12. Pat Lambside registered a bonus point on their way to a 30 points, a 25 win at the sports ground, which saw Ulster suffer their you first defeat of the season. Yeah. This afternoon, this the focus switches to the Aviva, where game. Leinster and Munster will renew their rivalry for the Guinness there. Pro 12. Yeah. Kick-off at the Aviva Stadium today is at five past two. Meanwhile, in golf, Ross Fisher leads the field by a shot at the start of the third round at the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship. The Englishman was from 11 under par this morning. Shane Lowry is the best of the Irish players in 5 under par, just ahead of Graham McDowell. And finally, in racing, there's action today in Limerick and in Ferry House, with both tracks staging eight race cards. The McMahon's Monster Mile handicap is the big prize on offer in Limerick, where the first race is off at 10 past 1, and the opening race in Ferry House is at 5 to 2. For News Talk Sport, I'm Owen Sheen. I was enthusiastic. I was enthusiastic that I just made it through, but without uh, making a complete... It's actually a lot better than I thought it, it would is, be. It is, it is. I've never listened back to that, but I do know that there was audio there of me, um, yeah, just basically still up from the night before and didn't quite realise what the Imrose was going to be. It was my first Imrose. I know Nathan's waiting outside. I remember him uh, driving me down the night before listening to your interview with Lance. Oh, uh, that year? Yeah, right? it was, it was uh, that year. So that was like, it was just, everybody was on such a high, I think, on that Friday because I was like genuinely one of the, the best interviews off the ball had ever done and uh, we I think there's probably a, was there a show in maybe or maybe just like Joe just won of his million in rows or something like that there was good news on the night anyway and uh, it was a very enjoyable night and I remember coming in the next day and how Jer- did you get back here? So I got the train, but the thing is, the train uh, works were actually under uh, maintenance. So I actually had to get off a bu- and hop on a bus at Nace or wherever in Kildare it is, and Ilk. get the bus into uh, Houston. So that was bad. But I remember uh, Jerry Tracy, who's now working with Virgin Media Sport, was was working on the Newstalk Sports Desk as well, or the Today FM Sports Desk, whatever it was, beside me that morning. And the way she looked at me this morning, that morning, I knew I was in trouble. Like she was like, "Yeah, do you just want me to read for you?" I can just do your bullets. That's very kind of her. Yeah, you're like, no, nah, I'm going to brazen this out. What yeah. could go wrong? Uh, what could I, I'm here now. It's true. Not well. I, th- I think again, as I say, uh, the best ability is availability, and you made yourself available for selection that day, as you did to you know, uh, and you uh, saw kindred spirit when there was a reporter looking for some drunk people. You volunteered. <laughs> and, and maybe this was the birth of everything. Uh, here he is in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a perfect place for a draft. <laughs> One hundred and fifty thousand people here tonight. <laughs> 150,000 people what an amazing town the perfect environment for a draft it was in New York for what 2 million years and now, now they finally <laughs> came to Nash- now they finally came to Nashville that's our Uber right there would you like to see him uh, stay here yes of course this sure, place is sure. the perfect place for the NFL draft every pick got a cheer except for Roger Goodell my absolute highlight of lockdown was when we reunited everybody from that video 
And, yeah, uh, and you surprised we surprised I'm, you. I'm going to meet that guy in a couple in next week. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to meet Brent Brent Fernanda <laughs> next week. He is uh, he's based in Austin now. I'm going to try and go to University of Texas game, and uh, yeah, he says he's going to try and meet me beforehand. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get a ticket, but um, I'll try and meet up with him. And yeah, I, again, just one of those mornings that it was just full of the fear. Like, what tickets do you need? Tell us now. I need everybody out there. Get your write this down. Stick it out. Tell your friends what tickets do you need? I, I would like to have a ticket for the University of Texas against Alabama. They're playing on Saturday week. It is obviously a very very big fixture. Tickets are uh, very very uh, kind of hard to get and expensive. And yes, of course, I shot my shot and tried to say that you know I work for a media organization. Give me accreditation, and it was met with a hard no. So uh, I've tried uh, the, the media avenue, but um, games on. On Austin, games on in Austin. Yeah, yeah. Um, also check out like Lance's little coffee shop and his bike shop. And yeah, I might actually pop in there see see what the crack is there. But yeah, uh, if anybody has tickets, let me know. Right, get them get them tickets. Come on, you can do that. You're watching this morning. You can definitely get them tickets for that. Someone somewhere knows somebody to get them in. Maybe even to a box. Who knows? OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.